Hey there, welcome to the Life Organized Podcast, where you can learn how to organize your life so you can focus on the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and today you're listening to episode number 23, When You Want to Organize Your Paper. All right, if you want to get organized, organizing your paper is probably one of your top priorities. So interesting to me how intense the energy can be around organizing paper. You know, the other kinds of clutter lying around your house can be miserable, but it's pretty straightforward what to do with it. You know, we've talked about the example of the Legos before you scoop them up, you put them in a container, maybe add a label, and the job's done. But paper is a different beast. So it's one that we literally let pile up until it causes some real problems. It can cost us a lot of money because we've missed deadlines and have to pay late fees. It can cost us a lot of time. Have you ever had to find a certain paper? The amount of time that you can spend looking for that can be pretty frustrating. It can cost us a lot of peace of mind because it can feel impossible to know how to organize it all. And it's also really stressful to think there's probably some actions you should be taken buried in those piles of paper and you don't know what those actions are. So next month in the Life Organized Membership, we are going to be talking all about paper. Start to finish what you're going to do, how to get it done. It's going to be an amazing month. And if this is something that's been a challenge for you, today I wanted to share a few important tools we'll be teaching in the membership next month. You know, in a podcast episode, I can only give you a couple of bites, but I am giving you some powerful bites today that I know you're going to be able to take and really implement and be able to use and have make a difference in the way that you work with your paper. All right. And as you're listening, if you really feel like this is the track you want to be on and you want to know more, you know where to find me. I'm on Instagram, JL the Happy Gal. And also I can include a link to Life Organized Membership in the show notes so you can check out more. But for now, let's spend a few minutes getting a grip on your paper situation with those few key tools. And I always feel like when we're talking about paper, I just want to start off by telling you, do not feel bad if paper is a problem for you. All right. So research tells us that the amount of paper that we deal with in one week's time is about the amount of paper that our parents dealt with in a year. And that same amount of paper that we get in a week's time is about what our grandparents deal with in their whole life. So we're talking about a massive quantity of paper. And this is also something that we're really not trained to know what to do with. You know, there's no subject in school, filing 101. Moms don't sit us down usually and tell us, okay, this is what you do when the mail comes in. I don't know, maybe here and there there's a parent that does that, but mine sure didn't. And you also don't ever have classes that you can take on it. You know, no piano lessons, <laughs> basketball coaching, none of those things that we do growing up ever prepare us on how to manage this part of our life. So we don't want to feel bad because listen to some other numbers, all right? This is the real thing. 55% of millennials say they have too much loose paper in their home, like bills, uh, mail, notes, flyers, those kinds of things. 70% of millennials say they can't find those important papers when they need them. And we've got 50% of baby boomers and 56% of Generation X also confirming that they struggle with the same thing. So whatever generation you fit into, talking about how to organize your paper is a really good use of your time today. So I'm happy that we can take 10, 15 minutes on this podcast episode to give you some great tools. Okay, so what I want to do is talk to you about where you're going to begin. The best way for me to explain how to start to get a grip on your paper is to give you the example of your email inbox. 
Okay, when your email comes in, you think about where you're going to find your email. Are you looking for your email all over your computer? Is it scattered across your desktop? Do you have to download it online? Do you have to search through Excel files or look through different apps? No, all of your email goes to one inbox inside your email. You know that's where you're going to find all of it. So it doesn't take a lot of energy when you sit down to go through your email. It's all right there. That's really important because remember, it needs to be easy for our brain to be on board. So that's what we want to do with our paper. We want to emulate this situation. We want to create one inbox where all of our paper can go. So start thinking about how you can have a really convenient inbox close to where you come in your home. Okay, think when you walk in the home with the mail, where do you want to drop that mail? There's probably a counter or a surface somewhere you want to drop it on. That is a real hot spot for an inbox for you. All right, so wherever you drop that, if you're lucky enough to have a drawer underneath it, then that's a perfect inbox for you. I know you might already have stuff in that drawer, but see if you can relocate that stuff because that's going to be your best spot to just contain all of that paper. If you don't have a drawer there that can be spared or there isn't a drawer at all, then another option is to get a really nice container to put there just to contain all of that paper. But whatever the case, what's really important is you're creating an inbox you want to make it really convenient and you want it to work with the habits that your family already has. Okay, sometimes people think, well, I'll put the inbox back in the office in the back of the house or in the basement. The paper's never going to make it there. Where is it going to go? It's going to get dropped on that counter that you're used to putting it on. So we want to work with those habits that you already have, make it really easy, use that drawer if you can, if not put a container there and train your whole family to do the same thing. If your kids bring in the mail, if your spouse is pulling flyers off the door, wherever source that paper is coming from, whoever brings it in, it's a really easy thing to say, just stick it in this drawer. That way we'll have it all right where we need it when it's time to look through it. Okay, so that's a really easy first step. Create an inbox for your paper. And it just makes a lot of sense because when it's time to go through that paper, you want it to be really easy to access all of it. You don't want to be going back into the office and picking up the papers that have scattered there and kind of going through the family room, the dining room table, the counters, just gathering all of that paper that's been dropped in random places. No, that's too much work. Okay, so get it all out of the inbox. That's a great first step. Okay, the other tool that I want to share with you today is what you're supposed to do with it after that. We want to have you have a regular paper appointment to process that paper. So a regular time that you're going through that paper. Now, I call it a paper appointment deliberately. I use that word appointment because an appointment indicates that you've got a commitment to something. Like a routine, I don't know, hopefully as you listen to Life Organized and you become more aligned with the happy gal way, you're getting a healthier and healthier respect for routines. But I call this an appointment because when you have an appointment, you generally keep it. Think about your hair appointment. Is that something you just let slide off the radar? I mean, if you're like me, you're like counting down. It's just really great to go get that done, right? A doctor's appointment, an appointment to go to lunch with a friend. Those aren't things that we just happen to schedule things over. And we'll do that with a routine. If we don't look at a routine as an appointment, yeah, we'll, we'll tell someone we'll watch their kids. We'll decide to go do something else. We don't feel that much of a commitment. But when it's an appointment, 
It's a different kind of relationship. So really recommend that when you're establishing a regular time to go through your paper, you consider it an appointment that you keep with yourself. All right. And if that appointment can't be kept, if something really comes up, what do we do with appointments? We reschedule them. So that's what we want to do with our paper appointment. All right. If asked to get bumped down to later in the day or later in the week, that's fine. As long as we, again, honor that commitment that we've made to ourselves. All right. So call it an appointment. Okay. The next thing I want you to consider with your paper appointment is when you're going to do it. And this is where you're going to have to really take a look at how you like to do things like how often you like to do things. There's a lot of different personality types here, so there's not one right way to do it. But I really like you to think about, is paper something that builds up and gets totally overwhelming to you? Like if you have to go through a week's worth of paper, do you look at that and just can't get yourself to do it because you just feel like it's going to take you forever? If that's the case, you might want to consider going through your paper every day. You might want to consider making that part of like a morning routine or you know just something that you do consistently um, that will give you a better chance of getting through it because it just doesn't feel so intimidating. Okay. Or maybe you want to just do it a couple times a week. So you find a way to kind of schedule that in a couple times a week, you know, Monday, Thursday type of thing, where you're not letting it stack up too much, but you're not needing to look at it every day. I'll tell you my personality type is I, I like to get it all done in, in one fell swoop. I don't like to stretch it out. If I can get it done and not have to think about it for a week, I'm all in. Okay, so I have one day a week that is my scheduled paper time, and that's when I go through that inbox and I process what's in it. So that's something I'd ask you to think about is what is your energy rhythms like? Of all of the options that I just gave, what sounds the most realistic to you? That's what you're going to want to go for. Okay, so pick a regular appointment in a frequency that you can sustain. And another tip I would give you is to pick a high energy time to go through your paper. Um, there are some tasks that are kind of mindless. Like um, I've mentioned before, you know, laundry, whatever. It's not my favorite task. It's it's a lot better when, you know, I sprinkle a little sugar over it, like we talked about a few episodes ago. Um, and I can listen to a podcast or talk to my sister, but it's pretty mindless. And so I can do that on a Friday afternoon and I can get through it okay. Paper is a different story. Paper requires sometimes you're going through and needing to make phone calls, needing to follow up on things, needing to process some things, and that takes some pretty decent mind power. So I'd really recommend that as you're thinking about when you want to do this paper appointment, you're thinking about when do you have a lot of energy? Are you a morning person? Because if you are, you probably want to do your paper in the morning. You know, and if you don't really start waking up till later in the day, you know, I had one client that really liked to do it late at night. You know, that wouldn't have worked for me, but that worked really well for her. And what's important is that you recognize what your energy rhythms are and align those with that appointment. You know, same thing with the day of the week. You can have kind of a high energy time of the day. You can also have a high energy time of the week, you know. So again, for me, first of the week, first of the day, I have a lot of good energy. End of the week, end of the day, not so much. You know, I don't know if that pattern is consistent for you, what that looks like, but pick out a time where you feel pretty motivated and you feel like you're going to be able to tackle something like that. I think that's really important. Okay. The other thing that you'll need to do when you're doing your paper appointment is you're going to want to make sure that you know exactly what it is you're doing. What is a paper appointment? Remember how your brain likes to have everything be really easy and predictable? If you're telling your brain, we're going to sit down and have this paper appointment, and then the brain sits down and there's not clarity, it's 
a little foggy, brain's going to fight it and you're going to find yourself feeling distracted or wanting to go do something else. So we really want our brain to know what it is that we're expecting it to do when we sit down to process that paper. And so in a nutshell, high level, what I would say to do is go through that inbox, look through all of the different mail, the school papers, the work papers, the flyers, start sorting them into categories, what can be thrown away, what needs to be shredded, what needs to have action taken on it. And that's a really good time to take action on those things. And I'm telling you, it feels so good to know you're on top of that kind of um, administrative aspect of your home. So when you have that time either each day or once a week to just know that you've aligned things and taken care of things brings so much peace of mind. And that's one of the things I love about organizing paper and really why this weekly paper appointment is so important. This gives you that sense of mastery over all the things that you're supposed to be doing. All right. So when you're sitting down doing that paper appointment, be prepared in your mind of what that looks like. I'm going to go through my inbox. I'm going to take action on those things that need to be done. Okay, of course, there's ways you can up-level this and include other items in this time, depending on kind of where you're at and how much paper you have to process. But on a basic level, let's start with those two things. Okay, so there are more things I know when it comes to paper that you'd love to talk about. I know that you've got lots of piles kind of pulled, piled up. There might be some memorabilia um, old pictures, things, your artwork of your kids, um, lots of old files that are pretty full, stacks of things sitting where and somewhere. And you're probably wondering, what do we do with all of this? All right. I'm going to borrow an analogy that I used earlier in the podcast around the first of the year when I talked about a sinking ship. Do you remember that episode? I talked about how important it is if you're on a ship that's sinking and taking on water, your tendency is to want to bail out the water, but is that going to be effective long-term? No, you're going to need to seal up the leaks in the boat, right? Because eventually you're going to get tired bailing out that water. And when you get tired, that water is just going to keep flooding back in. You're never going to get ahead. So we want to be able to seal up the leaks in the boat so that there's no new water coming in. Once we've done that, then we can use our energy to bail out that old water. Do you see where I'm going with this analogy when we're talking about paper? The reason I have you start with the weekly paper appointment or your regular paper appointment is because that's like that fresh water that's coming in. Those are the leaks in your paper. And we really want to get that piece taken care of because if we can, and I want you to think about this, if you knew that going forward, you were not going to get further behind, that you would always stay caught up because you have this regular appointment that's helping you stay accountable and getting those things done, that's going to bring you a lot of peace of mind and a lot of relief, right? You're going to get on top of that routine pretty quickly. It's going to become easier and it's just going to open up space, motivation, hope, energy for you to be able to go through some of those older stacks of paper that are there. So I don't have you start with the files that are full don't have you start with all those stacks of paper that are sitting in the office. I want you to start with that fresh paper coming in because that is what's going to give you the biggest boost. And if you never do anything else, listen, if we never talk again in a day of your life, you hear nothing else from the happy gal and this is it. If you take my tip to do this weekly paper appointment, you're going to have a lot of value for this 15-ish minutes that you spent listening to this episode. Okay, this is a really great system. So many interesting pieces to it. I'm so glad I got the chance to share a few of them with you today. 
Again, if you know you want more, you can check out the Life Organized Membership because we are nailing paper this upcoming month. It's going to be really great. Okay. Um, all right. So are we ready for our so what moment? You've spent this time. You've listened to this. So what? What difference is this going to make in your life? Well, I hope you heard some really good actions that you can take. I hope that you recognize that even just starting an inbox is a really great first, easy, simple step. Remember to keep it really convenient in a place where you're already in the habit of dropping paper. And then the other action that I think would be really great that's going to make a big impact on your life, kind of that so what aspect of this episode, is when can you do that regular paper appointment? How often? When are you high energy? What does it entail? I'm telling you, this is gold, all right? Like if you want to get on top of your paper, I'm speaking the truth here. Okay, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I know I say this every week that I love hanging out with you. I love spending this time with you, but I truly do. This podcast is one of my greatest joys in The Happy Gal. I really love this ability to get personal with you, to go on a walk with you, to drive carpool with you, to help you do your dishes, where we get to talk about these things that make such a big difference in your life. There's something about that connection of being able to organize your space what it does for your mind, how it opens up your life. And I'm just so glad that I get a chance to connect with you like this. So just remember, if you feel overwhelmed, you feel disorganized, you feel dissatisfied with your life, the happy gal way is really what's going to help you organize it so you can make space to focus on what matters most. Thanks so much for joining me. And I'll talk to you next time.